Hey friends, real quick, I wanted to announce that I have created a Facebook community called Next Level Leaders Community. So if you go onto Facebook, search groups, you'll find the community. Please join if you have enjoyed the podcast so far. I would love to have you in the community. I want to have more connection. I want to have more feedback on episodes that you're really enjoying and what specifically you're enjoying about them. Right now, I can see downloads and I get different kinds of feedback through DMs on Instagram or messages through my inbox, but I would love to hear more specifically what you're loving about the guest episodes, about the solo episodes, and I also want to know what else you want to hear about. Help me plan my future content around exactly what you want. So go jump in. Again, it's Next Level Leaders Community. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hara. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Next Level Leaders. Today I am going to be talking all about optimizing your LinkedIn to connect with your dream jobs. Now this isn't going to be about beefing up your profile to make it look extra special. You probably already have all of that great information. So I'm going to move into that next step of really connecting with companies that you're most interested in working for and how you can have additional connection and increase your engagement through LinkedIn. Today's episode was inspired from Nora Essien. I met her through Clubhouse initially, and she connected via LinkedIn as a follow-up from one of the Clubhouse rooms that I had given some feedback and advice in. And it was so great chatting with her. I said, what additional feedback or what additional help would you like in regards to growing on LinkedIn? And I know there's so much information that's out there. So what would be helpful for you? And this is something that she had mentioned of how to have more engagement on LinkedIn. And I thought, you know what? I talk to my clients all the time about these steps of how to go through and connect on LinkedIn, what exactly to say, what's all going into this. And I had a client today who I was talking through this exact same scenario and knew that I needed to throw it into an episode. And this is exactly what so many people need to hear is how to take these steps and how to feel comfortable and confident in doing so. And if you're still having blocks and feeling like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, or maybe I'm not in the right position to start reaching out or whatever those doubts are, please reach out. Let's start having a conversation and you can practice on me if you start reaching out and say, hey, I listened to episode 78 and I'm a little nervous to start reaching out over on LinkedIn. Again, you can reach out to me 
with that exact message and I'm happy to help start talking you through that. I'm happy to do one-off coaching sessions for these types of things whenever they come up. So if you want to reach out and uh, receive some guidance, I'd be happy to do that. So today we'll talk about writing a list of your top places to work. We'll talk about that initial connection and adding a note, what to include in that note. And then once you've connected, steps to take from there, as well as what to include in follow-up messages. And I'll give you some ideas as well around that. And then we'll talk about a couple of additional bonuses that I think would be great to implement to help you stand out as you are looking to advance in your career. The first thing you're going to do is write a list of your top five to 10 places to work. And if you've got that, you're going to go over to LinkedIn and you're going to search in the top left-hand side. You're going to search for that specific company. So let's say it's Apple, for example, you're going to type that in the search bar and select Apple. It's the first option that comes up as a company. So search for Apple, pull that up. And right below the option where it says to follow, there's a blue button that you can select to follow Apple, which I would recommend following the companies. You can also go right below that and you'll see the people. You'll also see jobs, which is great, but right now we're focusing on connecting with the people. So I'm gonna click on people. And from there, you'll see a whole list of people who are indicating that they work for Apple right now. So you can scroll through all of the different titles. You can search for specific titles or keywords. So if you are looking for some sort of people leadership role, you could type in management or leader, whatever that looks like, and start to follow people within that role. And you can certainly connect with HR team members as well as recruiters because those are the people who are likely going to be posting about the different jobs that are coming up. So that's why I like to follow some of the HR team members as well as recruiters and connect with them so that you can start building relationships with those team members as well. And then you'll also connect with people who are actually in the role that you would like to be in. So again, if that is a support manager or whatever the role is, you're going to go find other people who are in that same role and connect with them as well. What that initial message can look like is something like this. So you're going to connect, you're going to select to add a note and you're going to say something like hi name and then you'll add the company name. So for this example, Apple is in my top five, top three, whatever you want to say is in my top three companies to work for on my dream list. And I am adding people from Apple to get to know more about the different roles. I look forward to connecting. So it's as simple as that. You're indicating that you're connecting because you wanna work for that company and you're looking to understand some of the different roles that people have there. So if someone's accepting that request, it's because they are okay with you having further connection or conversations. So that is the initial connection. 
I hope that that feels very authentic to you. And if it doesn't, feel free to adjust your approach. But this is something that has worked really well for my clients when they are wanting to kind of get their feet wet and get to know some of these different companies. It really is a different take on a job search because I hope where you're at, you're happy right now, but would you be happier or more fulfilled or more challenged, whatever that is, by working for a dream company on your list? So if you don't have that list, first of all, I would open up your mind to say, what companies would I want to work for? If you don't have a list of at least five companies you'd want to work for, start thinking about that first and then come back to this episode and start doing these connections because you want them to be meaningful and it does take work. Good things worth having can take work. So this is definitely the work that you're going to put in ahead of time. Again, you're likely happy in your career where you're at today, or maybe you are potentially searching for other opportunities. And I'm going to tell you right now, landing a dream job is not necessarily something that's going to happen in the quick turnaround time that you might be searching for a new position, especially if you need that income right now for a position or whatever other benefits that come with it. You're likely going to be looking for another job in the interim. So if that's the case, it's okay to have another job that is an additional stepping stone or kind of a filler until you really find a job with your dream company. Once you have connected with these people, I actually recommend to my clients to create a Google Sheet and list all of their LinkedIn connections of their dream companies. So I would list dream company number one is Apple, and here are all the people who I have connected with. Again, this is why you don't wanna get too crazy with your connections. This is where you can certainly connect with a lot of people from those companies, but I would mark down the ones that you really want to have additional conversations with in that document. So feel free to connect with several people, but again, indicate the ones who you want to follow up with. Maybe it's a recruiter, maybe it's someone in the HR team, because they're going to be more open to talking about different roles within the company, as well as even maybe potentially what the hiring process looks like, or potentially even jobs that are coming in the pipeline. They could give you a heads up. It's very possible. But again, it's definitely helpful for you to understand if the role that you want to work in is truly something that you want to do. So this is where it's helpful to get connected with someone who's already doing the work that you would want to be doing and have those conversations because I think we all know that job descriptions are listed out there and then when you get hired into the job, you might be doing some of what's listed on the job description. You might be doing way more than what's on the job description. You might be doing hardly anything of the job description and a totally different role because things have changed really quickly. It is helpful to get a heads up of someone who's been working there for at least a year and get additional information. So this is what LinkedIn is all about. So you don't have to feel weird or awkward about reaching out. And the plan for this episode is to help you feel more confident in reaching out and connecting with your dream companies. All right, so let's say you've got those connections, you've added them to your 
Google Sheet list, and you're ready to start interacting. What I recommend is, again, because you're going to have these links, it's so easy to quickly check that off as part of your connection time, I guess I would say. It feels kind of weird because we all can get stuck in the scroll of Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. You know, you see this article. Oh, I'm going to go read that article. I'm going to check that out. And then you come back and you think, oh boy, I was supposed to be interacting with my dream companies and I really haven't been doing that. So this is where it's helpful to have that list where you can click on the link and it pulls you up right to their page. You can click on their activity to see are they sharing posts? Are they sharing articles? What activity are they doing and what are they sharing? And this is where you're going to go and like and comment genuine, authentic comments on things that they are sharing. So let's say they shared an article. Instead of the basic, I loved this, thanks for sharing, you're going to read the article and note what you actually did like about it, or maybe something that's thought-provoking. Whatever that may be, you can type your response in a comment box because people want that engagement, especially if I take the time to write a post for LinkedIn or an article or whatever it is, I would love to have more interaction in my comments from people who are following me. LinkedIn is all about that connection. I love having conversations in the comments with people who I follow. It's definitely something that if people are sharing it, they want to have you comment on what it is that they're sharing, especially if it's something that you really liked. So you're going to do this for several days. It's kind of up to you on when you feel comfortable to reach out to this person, but let's say you've been commenting for several days. Maybe it's not always several days in a row by any means, but you've commented here and there. You've liked all of their posts recently and you're thinking, okay, I feel like I've shown up enough in their notifications that if I follow up, it's going to link to my initial connection. And if they didn't say anything in return, that's okay. But you're going to follow up with them. Once you feel comfortable, you've done some connection attempts in regards to liking and commenting on their posts or shared articles. You can also share their stuff as well. If you really liked something that they shared, something that will get their attention on a next level is by sharing their actual post. Again, if that feels authentic, that feels genuine for you, do not do it to mark a box as complete. Make sure that you're doing it if it feels like a genuine connection because that can go wrong real quick. If you start having conversations and they don't feel that it's genuine or feels like something is off, that can really change the tone when you initially had really good intentions. Once you have made those comments and you feel like you're ready to have that follow-up message, you're going to go in there and follow up again and you say, hello, name, I've really enjoyed the content you've been sharing, especially the post slash article, whatever it was about, and then you insert, of course, what resonated with you most. And I wanted to follow up from my initial connection request. It looks like you've worked with Apple, for example, for insert amount of time. 
Then you can add this question, like someone I looked up had worked there for almost 10 years and they had several positions, probably six or seven positions within that time. So you can say, wow, you've held so many roles. What was your fa- what's been your favorite role so far? Here are some other suggestions. And again, it depends on what fits right with the amount of time that they've been there or what roles they've had. You can ask something, again, starting with what's your favorite position that you've uh, worked in while working there? What are you currently working on that has you most excited? Have you always worked remotely for this role? Maybe they've worked there within this last year. And if not, how has that changed your work? What's your favorite thing about your current role? All sorts of different things. What you want, and if you can tell by these questions, you're asking questions about them. And most people don't have a problem talking about themselves because it's easy. It's what they already know. And most people are okay with sharing about themselves. It's plain and simple. People like to talk about themselves. You ask questions and likely they'll answer if they have time. Some people don't always check their LinkedIn, but if you see people who are sharing and commenting and liking posts, hopefully they will be quickly responsive. But then I wait for them to respond, and if they don't respond, uh, we can follow up again. But let's say they do respond, you have a conversation going, maybe they've asked you a question, maybe they haven't, but you can always share what you're currently doing. Again, when the time feels right, you share what you're currently doing. You can ask what roles are similar within their company. You can also ask them to suggest who might be good to reach out to In addition to them, you can say, hey, is there anyone else you would suggest I connect with as well in regards to whatever role it is, Uh, project manager, maybe it's something in the product team, whatever that looks like. So you can ask, especially if they aren't as responsive, this is a great one to do as a follow-up after they haven't responded within maybe several days to a week, you can say, hey, it looks like you're probably busy. If there's someone else who might be a good fit to help answer some questions that I have and, you know, really see if this type of a role with Apple is going to be a good fit for me to continue to look into, I would love if you had any suggestions of coworkers or colleagues who might be able to speak with me. I would really appreciate the suggestion or whatever that looks like again that feels comfortable and authentic to you because everyone's busy we don't expect them to respond to us it would be great but they don't have an obligation to do so and you might have times where people are simply non-responsive and they don't always mean to be that way sometimes messages can get pushed down in the inbox based on other emails or messages that are coming in. So that follow-up is definitely helpful, especially if they didn't intend to forget to respond to you. And it will give them another chance to do that and say, oh no, actually I would love to talk with you further. I totally forgot to respond to you. And then you can move on with your conversation. And again, as your conversation keeps flowing, you find times to ask certain questions like, 
what their experience was when they interviewed, if they have any suggestions, if you are to get a job interview at some point, what suggestions would they have for someone who's wanting to apply? Is there anyone who you should be connecting with proactively before a position gets posted? I always like to ask how the reporting structure works. Who do, what role is it that they report to? So you're not asking for a specific name, but if they say, oh, I report to a senior director, you can go look at the titles for senior directors and correlate that with the proper departments and find the right person to connect with. They might be that next level who's helpful to connect with in the sense that if they are hiring they're definitely going to have an influence on who it is who is joining as their direct reports as a manager, for example. So that can be very helpful. And again, you're connecting with mentioning, hey, I've been talking with so-and-so. It's been such a great conversation. I'd love to learn a little bit more. It seems like the reporting structure is this or whatever that looks like start again with asking them a question. You basically start that whole process over again with liking and commenting on their feed and then following up with an additional message. And then if you're referred by someone, I always mention their name in the connection request. So you could say, hi, John. Again, you're reusing a very similar message. Apple is in my top three companies to work for on my dream list. So I'm adding people from Apple to get to know more about the different roles. Then you insert this other person's name. Let's say it was Sally. Sally recommended that I reach out to you. I look forward to connecting. So again, it's a very simple message, but you're stating your intent that you're wanting to work for that company. So you're wanting to connect with more people who work there. And then you're also doing a little bit of a name drop so that they know, oh, I should connect with this person. You're not trying to do it in a way that's like, hey, you owe me this or that. You're saying, hey, this person really thinks that you're a great person for me to connect with. So that is why I am reaching out. One thing I wanted to mention is if you're connecting with someone who is active on LinkedIn by liking and maybe they're commenting on posts, but maybe they're not sharing many articles or posts or creating posts of their own, that is okay. You can still have a conversation with them after a few days of your initial request and say, hey, I wanted to follow up from my initial connection request. And then you go right into the conversation instead of acknowledging what they're sharing on their feed. You definitely need to make sure that you've done your research and that you're not saying something that isn't true because they will obviously recognize that you haven't done your homework and that either you've confused them with the wrong person or you're making stuff up to try to look good and it's not landing well. Make sure you do your work ahead of time before connecting with these people who you would like to connect with from your dream companies and your dream lists. It's always helpful to take a look at their work history and read a little bit into it. And again, asking them questions that prompt them to talk about themselves. And hopefully that can open up a good conversation. A couple of additional steps you might want to take is if the conversation seems to be going well, this could be a great opportunity for you to say, hey, I'd love to send you some money for a coffee if you are willing to chat over coffee sometime and speak 
via a video call for 15 to 20 minutes. I'd love to ask you some additional questions about your role. Again, there's no pressure. If you prefer that I send you these questions via email or even via LinkedIn, I'd be happy to do that as well. But I'm looking forward to learning more about your role in the company regardless. Again, you're stating that you would like to have some additional connection. That face-to-face connection is really big. So if you can get that, that's great. And please respect their time. If they are giving you 15 to 20 minutes, you book 20 minutes, do not go over that time. Acknowledge that you're getting close to time. And if they say it's okay to extend, then go ahead to extend. But please do not keep asking questions knowing that you are running low on time acknowledge that there is no time left, that you have some additional questions if you can send them via email, that you'd like to respect their time. And again, give them the choice to extend that conversation or not. That is one thing that is super hard when you're not wanting to interrupt someone from speaking, but you have other things you have to get to. So some people will be really nice and let you talk a little bit longer but they'll also likely not necessarily want to further that connection because of the fact that you weren't being mindful and respectful of their time in the first place. Having an out is important as well because you don't want people to feel pressured into having a meeting over coffee. It's helpful to say that additional line of, I'd be happy to send the questions via email if that is a better fit for your time. I would love to know more about this role regardless. And then again, if they are really swamped for time, maybe they're very overwhelmed with the work that they're doing and they don't have a lot of time, but they still want to help you, then they might want the questions via email and you can send them over and they could respond to that at 11 o'clock at night if they prefer instead of needing to hop on a call sometime during the day. And again, Follow-up is always important because you can't assume that they didn't want to talk to you or that they didn't like you or whatever that is. It's always helpful to follow up being self-aware so that you're not being overwhelming, but you can follow up if you have sent the questions. Let's say they went down that route and you sent some questions and they didn't respond. Don't leave it at that. Follow up. It is important if they are recommending you to apply for a certain role, they will likely talk to the hiring manager and say, hey, you know, I was not very responsive, but they were persistent in a very respectful way. So that way you can get the answers to your questions. Hopefully if you follow up with them once or maybe twice after that, I'd probably say to cut it off at that point. But again, you can still engage over on LinkedIn, even if they haven't been as responsive. They're never going to say don't like or comment on my posts. So keep up that engagement so that you're always showing up. And then again, you can state your intent that I want to work for this company. These are the types of roles that I've done in the past and I've succeeded at. This is the kind of work that I would love to continue doing. And if you have any open roles or any suggestions of other people I could connect with, I would really appreciate it. So they understand that, yes, you want to work for that company. And hey, maybe down the line when they hear in a team meeting that 
this position is being posted in two weeks, who knows, based on that connection that you made and how you spoke with them and how you were professional and very mature about everything in your conversations, maybe they reach out and say, hey, I thought about you when my leader was talking about us adding a few more team members to the team. I would love for you to start getting your resume and cover letter ready for when that position posts and I can let you know more details when it's coming about. So then you have a leg up because you're ready and you're prepared and you're feeling more confident because you're already starting to make those connections with the team members who are already there. So the last two things I want to mention really quickly, if you want to take it a next step, first and foremost, the easiest part is asking for a recommendation on LinkedIn. If you have none or very few recommendations, scroll down to the bottom of your LinkedIn and select ask for a recommendation. I would ask for a few recommendations almost every week from current colleagues or past colleagues until you get closer to at least five to seven because this is your social proof. We always talk about social proof and any type of marketing. There's people sharing their success stories or why they love the product so much. And this is where you can do your own social proof is by having people come on your LinkedIn and share about their experience working with you. You do have an opportunity to review the recommendation prior to posting it and you can request any slight changes if that feels right to you. And then you can post it to your profile and that is a great place for people who are interested in you to go and learn more about you and connect with you further by seeing the great feedback that people are providing to you in such a public place. So that's the first step. And the next one is if you really want to start standing out on LinkedIn is by starting to write articles. And this is very simple as well. You can easily do this by going on the home feed and right under where it says start a post, there's an option to write an article. If you click there, you can add an image, you can add a headline, and then right below it, you start writing your article. And it doesn't have to be anything super long, super fancy, but it's a great way to start engaging or continue engaging with your LinkedIn connections. You can come in here and write a day in the life of whatever your role is. What do you do in a day-to-day? What does that look like? And talk about that. What are your favorite things about your current position? You could Google all sorts of different things of what to write articles for, and you do not have to be the expert. You're writing this in your own opinion for your current role, or you could write about one of your favorite pastimes of a company that you've worked for, or your favorite customer service experience, or whatever that might be. Maybe it's a random act of kindness that was done for you. Honestly, the list could go on and on. People who want to connect with you further will love to read those articles and you can share them out frequently. It doesn't mean that you write the article and you share it once and it can't be shared again. 
you can go in and share this as often as you would like and get a link and let's say there's a feed someone who is posting about great customer service experiences and they ask you to share yours in the comments what you can do is say hey i wrote an article about this a couple months ago or whenever it was and you link your article more people can go to your article read it they can comment they can engage with it whatever that looks like but that helps you stand out a little bit more in the linkedin space by creating articles on things in your day-to-day life around work. And I say this as something that is an added step because it is something that's going to take some work, but you can make it fun and you could do maybe one a month. You don't have to do it as once a week or anything like that, but I would try to stay consistent. You could write out a list of 10 things And if you do once a month, you have 10 months of content. So it really isn't that difficult, but it's something that can help set you apart when companies are looking to hire that next great person. If you're already shouting praises of a great experience, maybe with that company, that's an idea as well. Hey, what's been my favorite interaction with Apple? I could easily tell you what that is for me, owning Apple products and having great customer service in one of the stores with someone who I actually ended up working with at some point, but that's besides the point. That is a great idea in the sense of sharing with other people. You could say, hey, I actually wrote an article on my favorite customer service interaction with Apple or with whatever company it was. And that way you can build deeper connections. And anyone who works at that company is likely going to be flattered that you wrote an article about them. You can write as a headline, my favorite interaction with X company. And it's okay if you have 10 of those. That doesn't matter. They're all great interactions and you're looking to connect with people from those companies. All right, friends, that was a lot of information for this week's episode. Once you get in a good repetition or uh, rhythm, it won't be as time consuming or feel like it's as much effort. So I hope that you will take the feedback from this episode, go write your dream list, and then again, come back and listen to this episode as often as needed to know uh, exactly what next steps you can take. And feel free to DM me on Instagram or reach out over via email. They are linked in the show notes. And say, hey, I've listened to episode 78. I need help with this next step of wherever you are. And I'm happy to provide some feedback for you as you are going through that in your life. All right, as far as a personal update from me, yesterday was Valentine's Day. I'm recording this on February 15th and we had a really great weekend. On Friday, I went snowboarding by myself and it was amazing. There was so much fresh powder up at Brighton where I snowboard and I had so much fun. It was really a blast and because there was so much fresh snow, it was really tracked out towards the end of the day when I was heading up like midday. So there were a lot of moguls essentially. It was really bumpy. If you aren't really a skier or snowboarder, 
they will go up and they have machines where they groom all of the runs each night. But of course, as it snows overnight and throughout the day, there's all that fresh powder, which is really amazing for the first several hours. But towards the end of the day, it starts to get really choppy and bumpy on some of those runs that should be really smooth. So although I was only up there for a few hours, I was absolutely so tired by the end of the day. My legs were burning from so much commotion, I guess, <laughs> riding down the mountain. But oh my gosh, it was so much fun going through the trees and yeah, it's such a good time. I love being up in the mountains. I think you know that the fresh snow on the trees, ah, just makes me so happy. So I did that on Friday and then Friday night I came home, I cooked some dinner and then Saturday we wanted to have some friends over. So I cleaned the house because of course you never have a clean house until you have company coming over or at least that's how it works for me. My house is somewhat tidy in the main living areas, but I definitely wanted to get it in really good condition. So I cleaned the house most of Saturday and of course it started storming in the valley, which I feel like it has not really stormed that much in the actual valley until of course the night we have plans. So our friends weren't able to drive down. So we did a virtual game night of the same game, but it was, but it was online and it was actually a lot of fun to still chat and hang out. So we're going to try to do it again this weekend. So that's what we did on Saturday. And then Sunday for Valentine's Day, we really just hung out at the house. I made dinner again. I really don't cook a whole ton. So the fact that I made three meals this weekend was quite a shock. So that was fun. And my husband brought home some flowers for me and our daughters and some cute little chocolates. He really is so sweet with making sure that our girls get flowers every single Valentine as soon as they are born, and it's it's adorable. Other than that, I don't have a whole lot going on in the horizon. Things, of course, I'm still focused on launching the corporate program and what that's going to look like and really finalizing a lot of details there. And the other part of that is growing the podcast I'm excited. Last month, by this time, we had half the downloads that we do this month, which is really exciting. So I really appreciate you tuning in each week or listening to several episodes. Each download is helpful for when I go to uh, look for sponsors to help have even more guests and more opportunities and to make an income from the podcast. I share all this great information and I would love to have some sponsors. And again, I appreciate anyone who hangs out until the end of the episodes now to get an update on my life and what's going on. And yeah, I just appreciate you. So thanks so much for being here. Again, reach out like Nora did and tell me if you have feedback or suggestions for episodes, what you want to see. I always ask for permission if I can share your name and 
I would love to create an episode around what it is exactly that you are looking for that I'm sure so many other people would find helpful as well. All right, well, hopefully you will go hang out over in the Next Level Leaders community on Facebook. I really don't hang out on Facebook a ton other than some groups, and that one I am excited to be growing and getting some really amazing uh, people in there as well. So go check it out, and I hope to see you more over there. I want to see and connect with the people who are tuning in each week. All right, until next time, we'll see you later.